0: Sports night, I guess that
2: makes it all right. You what I got to lose? Sports Radio 9 The Game. dot 9 com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, thirteenth day of August. Hope you had a wonderful week. Say to you, good morning, Jagger. Morning, and a good morning to you, folks in Kennesaw. Yeah, Kennesaw. Right Man, the that, was, that,
3: was, that was just that was just up that way. You all place, Douglasville for a minute. In Kennesaw, yeah, we were moving. You them, got we were some moving around, just seeing some some things and some folks, and was out in uh, Cobb County uh, yesterday, uh, last night, as a matter of fact.
2: You know, I don't know exactly what you're doing, but I would imagine that whatever your wherever your movements are, it's somehow in preparation for the debut, Friday night, this upcoming Friday night of the high school football scoreboard show, otherwise known as HSSS, Chris Parker and your anchor, Sam Crenshaw. And a host of correspondents, including our own Eric Slaughter, all around the city, giving you every little nugget you need to know as far as high school football happening in this city. That's what I imagine. Am I am I anywhere close? Yeah, to... you,
3: you you you're kinda of close. You, okay. you, you, you you're in the general ballpark. <laughs> I there.
2: gotta sell it, man. Hey, I'm just selling it for you. That's your show. I'm sitting here selling it for you. We're all looking forward. We're all looking forward to that. Actually, I, I mean I'm a little selfish because I'm going to be missing you on Saturday mornings, you know, since you give you up till dark 30 on Friday nights, but we'll persevere. We'll move forward there. And, and I feel a little sorry for Eric. Hey, uh, I, and I'm doing this. He didn't say nothing. Okay. So I'm fighting for our producer right now. Y'all make sure he's got that first game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't want Eric coming in here. <laughs> so whatever, wherever you send him, you know, make it about five minutes from his house and okay. <laughs> <laughs> make, sure, make sure it's the first one so he can give us a good night's sleep and come in here and we can have some fun because we're going to repurpose some of the stuff that you do we don't know exactly what it is but we're going to grab something from your show and we'll obviously you know air it on saturday
3: mornings outstanding so you know outstanding that's what i do i'm the i'm I'm the ultimate player i'm your team player man man that and, and, and that's appreciated partner because um it's going to be it's going to be a great season. And, and we're just looking forward to having a lot of fun with it. And um, a lot of things have changed for our high schools. Regions have changed, some of the rivalries that we used to see. Uh, you know, we, we're not going to see, but I mean, some some new ones. You're going to have some new ones that are going to come.
2: Can can I can I back you into a little bit of a corner right now for our audience who, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it's date night, them and the, you know, their wife or husband on Friday night. They they may not get a chance to check the show, but they they will be listening and and have their finger on what's going on overall with high school football. Can you give us a couple teams, a couple programs that we should keep an eye on?
3: Well, I can that, bring out and 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 Eric, I'll bring him in, in here as well. And talk about some because there, there are a number of them around the area and some some new faces. I mean, a lot of people know the, the, the usual folks, the usual cast of characters that you expect to be strong. You you expect Buford to do well. You expect Cartersville to be well. You expect Milton to be well. You know, you, you there's certain ones that you're gracing. Um I got to look at Marietta last night, and I think they're, they're, they're going to be a, a strong program this year. that big tight end, end look. look? Look really good. Look, look really good. Who are y'all talking about? What big tight end? Uh, well, which which Eric,
4: oh, I got to look his name up, but they've see? got a six-seven. Okay, look, I'm sorry, I you, but they've <laughs> I got a six-seven tight end that is a touchdown what?
3: catching machine. Well, we saw I saw the wide receiver over there who's that? Who did, did a really good job last okay. night? Uh, that, that does an excellent job um, over that way, uh, Mathis, who did a, who had, had a, a really nice game. So we watched for him uh, for, for that particular team. Of course, they're one of the teams we're going to see next week, next Saturday when we uh, broadcast four games of the Saturday session. Uh, the Corky Kell Kickoff Classic be here on Sports Radio The Game. So we got a big week coming up with high school, with the high school scoreboard show uh, premiering next Friday night uh, here from seven until midnight. Uh, I got to find out who all our sponsors are going to be this time. I mean, going to be fun. some chicken wings in there. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want. <laughs> I to say that too soon. You know, like, last year that was the wings, and that were the wings we were supposed to get that didn't show up and or ended know, up in somebody else's. And, pocket. and somebody else ended <laughs> up picking up our, making off with our wings. <laughs> And so, <laughs> you know, we don't want that to happen again. No. Uh, you know, so we hope, we hope that none of that's going on. But but scheduling is the one thing that I've heard. Um, and, and I get into this with, with Matt Stewart here in a little while. Each and every coach I've talked to, especially if your region has only so few teams, if you got like a four team in your region, you know, those are the four games you have to play or five games. In your, then you got to make up the rest of your schedule where as – I don't know if your region was bigger. If the regions all had six to seven teams in them, you only have to schedule three to four outside of your region games. Now they're having to schedule these games, five, six games outside of their region, and some of them, if you're a team like a Buford, well, nobody wants to play you. And we ain't playing y'all. We know what you do to people, <laughs> you know. So I mean, that so you got some schools that don't want to play some of these schools, and they're having to get opponents from out of state.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, so we got a got a good bit of that. We got more of that happening this year, Greg, than I've ever seen before. Uh, scheduling, and so that's it. And we got some teams going on some trips. I may have mentioned Brookwood. Brookwood's going to Las Vegas. What? Uh, yeah, hey, uh, you know. So so we got some of that, happen- and, and they're going to be they, they're going to be really good this year. They're going to have a really really good team, and um, them and the and the guys right down the road from them, Parkview. So the battle of Five Forks Forks-Trickham has always been. You know, uh, an intense rivalry because everybody yells over each other's backyard fence. Um, but the, when the teams are really good, it, it's something special. Those teams are going to be really, really good. in that Snellville-Lilburn uh, section of, of Gwinnett County this year. But in the city, South Atlanta, and I don't know if you heard about South Atlanta, this running back, Keywon Brown, who's just going to be a who's just phenom in at South Atlanta. They may very well be the best in the city of Atlanta this year. I know it's been Carver for some time. And Carbacup will be good. Doug is
4: supposed to be very good. They're bouncing back. They've got their program back uh, doing well. Yep. But, uh, and no, and, I and, and up North Atlanta is yeah. going
3: to get a chance to play in the Corky Kell. There'll be APS <laughs> representative in the Corky Kell kickoff classic next week. It'll be North Atlanta, that program has come away. But South Atlanta, man. Uh, they they really come on and it was always known as being a basketball school. Yeah, yeah, that's for what most than, people
4: think of. They he, think about the Derek Favors and the, right the players like that. Players
3: like that. Um, no, uh,
4: another team that I'm looking for. They had one of their best years ever last year. I want to see how they do in 2022. Go up the Cherokee County River Ridge. Yes, they what they yes. started six seven eight no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kind of fizzed out as they got to the playoffs. But when you had success like that, can you sustain it now? And you know. I actually think maybe they even started like nine and zero something yeah, like that. They, they started off incredible. They incredible. Got incredible. So I, I, you know, I'm up there all the time doing the other sports. I really want to see how their program does because they see get a they lot can of support. Bounce back they got a lot of support.
3: Them Creekview and of course Cherokee. Yeah. Although Cherokee has some has some has some, uh, some positions to uh, to fill for some people who departed after last season. So that's that's part of what we have look, looking forward to. Uh, this coming week here on Sports Radio ninety two ninety The Game, the high school school board show on Friday night, and the games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the cookie-kill kickoff class. I got a couple HBCU notes uh, this week. Um, as Howard University prepares to come to town to play in these MEAC Swag Challenge against Alabama State, they announced this year a new contract deal with Jordan Brand. Now they've been an Under Armour product, and and, and Eric, you know about this because you know Under Armour is right down the street from D.C. <laughs> <Yeah>. right.
4: <laughs> well, you know, College Park is their headquarters. Of course, Under Armour is a University of Maryland. You know, their CEO. But yes, what a major deal that you know it broke. It's it's all over social media. 20, uh, 20 million? Yeah. yeah. At, For uh,
3: years. To twenty years, and they yeah. uh, and they they are in there with with Howard University athletics. So uh, Jordan Brand will be with them. Also this week, uh, something we I, I found out last week we can mention over at the CW sixty nine ATL uh, CW is going to be the place they're going to have HBCU football on every Saturday.
4: And uh, Sam, I know you saw it when you put that out there in the, on your Instagram and on your uh, Twitter. I mean, I tell you the responses, the positive responses yeah. about you know how how happy people are that in Atlanta they're going to be able to turn on the TV and see a good lineup. Yeah. of uh hbcu football i was i was just reading all the responses it got me excited i know what i'll be watching on saturday well you know we, we, well t it anyway when we, i'm not right. at home when you're but not I'll home you, t- uh, t- uh, when uh, last time i did a DVR? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and this is the the uh the hbcu go uh uh that's doing this uh schedule byron allen obviously has been a part of, uh, a part of this and putting this group together man
2: i want that dude's checkbook.
3: Hey, man. He's, he's, he's rolling.
2: Somebody who was rolling for years that rolled their eyes at him as a stand-up comic and the things that he did, he was always behind this comedian or that comedian. Eddie Murphy always talks about them dudes used to hang out and play chess. Now think about that. <laughs> Eddie Murphy and Byron Allen. He said Byron Allen's chess game is strong. But, I mean, from the Weather Channel to all the other acquisitions this dude's got, this is a full-blown mogul that flies under the radar. Yeah.
3: And, and so I well, said, well, we're gonna, you know, he's made his presence felt in this market. Like you said, Weather Channel and uh, this package of uh, HBCU games from the SWAC. And you're going to get to see everybody. I mean, you're going to see everybody. You're going to see Grambling. You're going to see Alabama State. You're going to see Texas Southern. You're going to see Southern University. And, yes, you will see Jackson State. As a matter of fact, their homecoming game on October 22nd uh, is on this schedule of games uh, that will be carried locally by CW69. And the halftime shows will be broadcast. And that's something that we've seen totally yeah. disappear from all college football, including the bowl games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the halftime shows are gone. That's, that's all where you go back to the studio and, you know, we got some features and some stories and some highlights and very well-sponsored scoreboard show. That's what everybody's gone to uh, for college athletics. So, you know, this will be produced. And, of course, the voice uh, for these games – Will be the legendary voice of HBCU sports, Charlie Neal. So before that game, him on, we got to get Charlie. We got to get Charlie Neal on on with us uh, before these games start. The first one, of course, they're going to be doing something up at the uh, the uh, the uh, Black College Hall of Fame game. They will be doing a big pregame show up there, starting on uh, September 3rd, and then their first broadcast is September 10th. Will be Albany State uh, at Florida A&M. Uh, that will be the very first one. So that that's coming up. HBCU football—you can watch it every Saturday. Obviously, a lot of the games will be streamed, and you know ESPN, you and ESPN 2 because they—they've been fighting to get all the Jackson State games. Um, you yeah. know, <laughs> everybody, everybody wants all the Jackson State. games. It's like Dion's going to be running back. You know, kickoffs. No, oh, the <laughs> team's going to be out there, but people have heard so much about that team, and um, you know the players that have been re- recruited there and the high-level recruits. They opened up a new facility down at Jackson State this week too. Uh, they're they're using some of that money to upgrade, and that's that to me that's the yeah. important thing. And Deion, he
2: he wrote a check to it. Didn't he say he paid
3: half of it, or, or he's yeah. making a good uh, his own money is going into that. It's going to one of the facilities they go, and you know, just to, just upgrades, just things that are there. That's the thing that that gets an athlete's attention when he decides to come and visit your campus. What am I going? Where am I going to be? What do you have for me to work with? Uh, especially if you're talking about preparing guys to have a shot to play at the next level, you're going to come and see what kind of facilities you have. So that that's what he's doing, and a lot of other schools are preparing to do uh, along the ranks of the HBCU. So that's, that's nice to see this week. Something we can look forward to uh, that's coming up here in our area.
2: Sam McGregor, watch Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're not done talking high school uh, sports here. Matt Ooh, Stewart is going to oh, join yeah. us oh, yeah. in just a minute. But we may here. ask
3: him about some other things, too. Matt's, Matt's got you know, you know know everything. We may ask him a little bit about it.
2: Matt is another one of those uh, broadcasts. I was just talking about Byron Allen. When you talk about national stand-up comics, he's not one of the first names that you, you thought of, but yet he's been getting it done. He's consistently been visible, but under the radar, if you will, um, with what he does in front of the camera. I don't know how much he still does or interview shows, things like that, but just killing it behind the camera. Matt Stewart's another one of these dudes. He and there's, there's people like yourself who are known and have been known for their TV work. Well, Matt's been doing this since I I can remember. Oh, yeah, man. Long time. He's just been under the radar a little bit on different channels, not the most prominent channels, but there is very few people whose sports opinion in this city is beyond Matt Stewart's. Yeah, uh, Is
3: that a good way to put it? He's seen, he's seen, he's seen just about everything that's yeah, going on around here. Yeah, yes, he has. <laughs> he
2: has. And got opinions about it. We're going to let him flex those muscles up next. Matt Stewart's going to join us. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. 9 and take us with you on the Odyssey app. It's Radio 92.9 The Game, game 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It's the 13th day of August. This Saturday morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Had Eric play this one because, again, get the tie in, Sam. This was the day that Lou Brock got his 3,000th hit. Lou Brock being a speedster, life in the fast lane. You get it? By the Eagles. Uh, Uh, Big time, big time. Little love love
3: that baseball. A lot of stolen bases. Yeah, he did. We, we, and, we, we need more of that.
2: Um, lost him a couple of years ago, so rest in peace, Mr. Mr. Lou Brock Absolutely. here. I got some other stuff here because, see, we're going to bring Matt Stewart on, and, we, and I think it's been a while since we've talked to Matt. And we spe- specifically want to get his thoughts on what's going on with Corky Cal. We'll continue that conversation. But this guy's got a ton. He's got to have a ton of opinions about other things that have been going on in the sports world. And so if we get a he chance. Always he always does.
3: always does. Well, now.
2: let's start off. The three of us are broadcasters. I'm sure, and I don't know if, Matt, you had an outlet to, to give your thoughts on, like, say, Vin Scully, the passing of him, and the significance yeah. of what he meant to you and to this business as
1: a broadcaster. Let's start there, if you don't mind. Well, you know, we were just talking about that the other day uh, with Glenn Diamond, who worked with him when Glenn was working out in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, on the Dodgers television for a couple of years. And yeah, and I think we all agree because we got into the conversation. We started talking about, okay, who's the top five all time? And when you start into that conversation, it becomes a very difficult conversation very quickly because there's been so many great ones. Uh, But, yeah, he was the number one all-time. And one of the things that made Vin Scully so endearing was he was just a nice man. So not only was he the, you know, number one baseball play-by-play guy of all time in my book and probably most everybody's book, which is unusual that you can get a guy, you know, so unanimously liked as the number one. He was also just a really nice man and a good guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. See, folks, that's what we're doing. We get we, we get this guy in for one thing. We cover all kinds of stuff with him. Matt Stewart uh, joining He's us a on- renaissance oh, man. What <laughs> He is social. He's social even. You can find him on Twitter at, at Matt Stewart he is at <laughs> Matt Stewart TV. At Matt Stewart, <laughs> yeah. Stewart TV on Twitter. He is there. Of course he's social. Facebook. He didn't just get here from Serbia. At
1: Matt Stewart Sports. <laughs> Yeah,
3: the whole time <laughs> he does it all. Matt, uh, we're about to get kicked off with this uh, this, this high school football season, and uh, my goodness, that the you know this is where Friday nights have been with you and I have been a lot of Friday nights, but yeah. you especially uh, in this town and around this region. Um, the Corky Kale. Now, I think it was was thirty one years ago. Now they played the first time in the Georgia Dome, and yeah, uh, they
1: did. And it was actually the first ever football game played in the Georgia Dome. Yep, yeah, was high
3: school football. Before. They played.
1: They played. They played in the dome before the Falcons even did. So wow, it
3: was brand new. Um, uh, four days and nights is what it's become now, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it gets all kicked off on a Wednesday night of all places, all, all weeks, and uh, over Johns Creek is going to get started with some some new faces in this event.
1: Yeah, Kel Cherokee Bluff. Well, Kel of course has been in the event many many times. You know, Corky Kel. The school's named after him. Uh, and then Cherokee, Cherokee Bluff, Johns Creek, and Parkview uh, in the event That's, that is those are four really interesting games. Cherokee Bluff, Tommy Jones, you know one of the first families of uh, football uh, in Gwinnett County. His brother uh, Philip is the head coach at Brookwood, and Tommy has been you know had a lot of success in a lot of different places. Decula turned them into a state championship contender. Uh, and now at Cherokee Bluff, I think they're 21-3 and three the last two years. Yeah, uh, And, uh, you know, just this is just the fifth year of their program taking on Kel, who's got a new coach, and Bobby May, who uh, left Westlake and took the job at, at Kel and uh, expecting big things out of him. He's an uber-talented coach, did a great job at Westlake, and I think, you know, he'll continue that there at Kel. And Johns Creek under new management, too, Drew Connell, uh, the Mill Creek defensive, uh, the Milton uh, defensive coordinator all these uh, years during this great run is now the head coach there and taking on part you a team that's going to have a big bounce back year. I yeah, think they, they were four and seven last year, but they're loaded. So I, I think Parview is going to be back in the mix this year.
2: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Talking to Matt Stewart. Talking Corky Kell here. But I want to go back for a second get your thoughts on something that happened last year. last couple of years, obviously, for all sports, have been cumbersome at best. But some decisions mm-hmm. were made, you know, to reach out. And you had a team from Hoover, Alabama, be a part of the Corky Kel, And they that was the first time they stepped out of the state this year. Not so much. How did you feel about that game and that team coming here? And is it something, even though it's not happening this year, they should maybe consider doing again?
1: Yeah, I think they've always got, uh, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think they've always got an eye to something like that. And I think there's a lot of interest from teams Uh, around the Southeast and the nation to want to play in Corky Kell because of the reputation that it has developed. Uh, And and, and look at it this way. The the thing that's so incredible about Corky Kell, as opposed to some of these other events that go on, is Corky Kell is truly, you know, uh, an original thing. Uh, I mean, it is an organic thing. It started before television. I mean, it started as an event and the, and television got involved with the event. So many, in fact, most of the events that you see right now in high school football, they're television generated and television produced and television drives it. Corky Kell is got a life of his own. Now that's not to say that, the, you know, that television isn't a big part of it because it is, but I'm saying they, they got started before television was even involved in the event and it's grown into the mega event that we've talked about here and I think there's a big attraction to the fact that you know you get to play mercedes-benz Stadium so I think there's a lot of teams that think that's a really cool idea uh, and I don't blame them I think it would be too so I think there's a I think there's always an eye to maybe adding teams to the mix and kind of making it uh, at least, you know, in, in, a, in one or one game at least, or maybe even two, kind of a Georgia versus another state kind of thing.
3: That's the thing, Matt. And, and folks, are spending time on the waitforit.com outline with Matt Stewart. Uh, and we're talking high school football. We're talking about the Corky Kell kickoff classic this week. But I want to ask you a little something about scheduling. How many coaches have you talked to, Matt? And one of the first things they talk about is, I've had the hardest time putting my schedule together. We got so many people playing teams from out of state in regular in the regular season games. It has become something, and then of course because of the caliber play we have in our state, I think a lot of teams from other states want to come and try to take on teams from Georgia.
1: Yeah, I mean it's funny, you know Brookwood's playing in Las Vegas. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) they're playing out in Las Vegas, and uh, you know, and they just announced they got that game on on television against Bishop Gorman. It's going to be on ESPNU. But that event was actually – the game was actually created before television was involved, and then television got involved with it. You know, and I was sitting at the Corky Kell luncheon up in Rome on Tuesday, sitting right next to Coach Dave Hunter, and I said – uh, uh Coach, did you ever, you know, take a road trip like that before knowing the answer? Of course, he didn't. He didn't need to. I mean, Coach Hunter didn't want to go to the next county and play. He didn't have to. But, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, no, nah, he, had, he, had, he had plenty of big games. But, you know, yeah, it happens a lot. And I think there'll, there'll, there's going to be kind of a little bit, you know, not that that's a bad thing to have these great games but the, the scheduling thing, I think, is going to fix itself a little bit coming up in the next couple of years when that, you know, when they shrink the classifications back down because of what the Georgia legislature did. Yeah. You know, just for those who don't know, the Georgia legislature passed a whatever, I, I Is it called a law? Whatever they did, they they told what they did was they told the Georgia High School Association if, you know, because they were getting so many complaints in their grassroots community there, all these representatives and senators and stuff, getting so many complaints about their teams playing in regions where they had to travel two, three hours to play a game. And you see that a lot in South Georgia. You see it here in Atlanta, but for a different reason. That's called traffic. Yeah, down, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but down there, it's because they got they're so far separated by such a great distance right. that if you if a team had to travel more than fifty miles to play a region game, then the Georgia High School Association would have to pay for their travel. So they're like, well, we can't do that. We're not we'll, going to do we'll that. We'll run out of money after yeah. the first week of the season. So they're going to be contracting the regions. I think we're going I – mean, uh, the classifications will be going down to like six, I think, in a couple of years to avoid that happening. So that will take care of it some. Uh, teams won't – the regions will be bigger again, won't have as many, you know, those four- and five-team regions. Regions will be up closer to what I think they should be anyway. Right. You know, seven, eight, nine teams, so that you're only having – you know, maybe three non-region games a year instead of having to come up with six and seven non-region games. Can I I jump in with a barbershop
2: kind of statement and, and just get your thoughts on this? This is maybe incredibly naive, but along the lines of what you're talking about, is it possible, is it conceivable to have a conversation about splitting this state, boom, right in half, right in Macon, and having a you you play your games up north, you play your games down south, instead of this traveling, you get some sort of playoff system north of Macon, south of Macon, and have uh, a Georgia uh, uh,
3: Matt. Now hang on. We did that, that when back back, and back when we were in school. That's what and they, they did. they didn't like it. That's south what Georgia they did. We've already done that. Li-
1: south Georgia teams did not like it. South Georgia teams were there's a number of reasons why you can't do that. I'll start with this one first. South Georgia teams didn't like it. Because at the time, they felt like the strength, and it was true, the strength of high school football in the state was in South Georgia. So they wanted to create a playoff system by which you know teams from the same region could, I mean, literally the same region, could meet in the state championship game. That you didn't have a North versus South. Because they felt like the South teams were so dominant, they wanted to have a situation where you could have two South teams playing you know, each other in the state championship game. So they did away with the north-south championship. In fact, I was just telling this story at the Corky Kell luncheon back, you know, when I was in high school, my first year in high school, which was, believe it or not, was eighth grade. That's the way they did things back then. Yep, they did. Lakeshore had to play Americus in the South Georgia championship. Because, but Reams. the Lakeshore's not in the South Georgia, it's in College Park. Yeah. It's in south of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Not in South Georgia. Right. So we had to because the, but now you can't but so there they didn't want to do it because they don't wanna they don't wanna limit the state championship the teams that can get to a state championship game to north and south. And then the other reason you can't do that is because like seventy five percent of the teams, if not more, I was gonna count this up the other day, but I was like, you know what? That's too that's too hard. But seventy <laughs> five 75% of the teams in in the state are in the Atlanta area if not if not north. Yeah. So, you'd have 75% of the teams in the in the state competing for the north championship and 25% of the teams in the state competing for the south championship and that wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't give you proper representation in the state championship game. So, you can't you can't do it because so mm-hmm. many of the teams are in the Atlanta metro area because Well, just, you know, what, 7 million people in the metro Atlanta area and what, 11 or 12 million people in the state of Georgia do Mm. the math. Everybody lives, or a big bunch of people live up here in this small, smaller area, and there's not (laughs) as many people in the wide open spaces of Georgia.
3: And they keep building apartments. And people keep coming to keep adding lanes to the freeway. <laughs> I know <laughs> we have
1: twenty lanes across, and we still gridlocked.
3: How about that? But well, we're wrapping up with Matt Stewart. Matt, remind everybody where people can see you next week for for Corky Kell Kickoff Classic.
1: Okay, well, uh, I'll I'll plug all five games that I'm doing. I'm uh, so on Thursday. I'm not doing any of the Wednesday games. I'm doing the Thursday games at West Forsyth, North Atlanta versus North Forsyth, West Forsyth versus Archer. On Friday, we kick off our GPB, our season debut of the recruiting show, Recruiting 2022 at 7, followed by Denmark at Roswell. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday, I'm doing the last two games at Mercedes-Benz. And, of course, the games Corky Kell are on Peachtree TV, Uh, Walton versus Mill Creek and Marietta versus Grace in the last two games of the uh, Corky Kell a week from today.
3: Okay, we'll see you there because we've been doing the radio side. He, he got to make sure that they I don't. Know. steal.
2: They got to make sure, Matt, that they they give us our due. That M- McKeacher North Gwinnett game, that is the biscuits and gravy game. We gave it that name years ago. Folks been trying to steal it. So when you're down there, will you remind them
1: where that name came biscuits from? Biscuits and gravy. What yeah, that, else? I, no, that's it. Have just the crispy bacon, right?
2: No, if you <laughs> want to throw that on there, but we gave that name to the first game on Saturday at Mercedes Benz.
1: Has always oh, it's been definitely biscuits and gravy. The biscuits and gravy game. And <laughs> We live in Buckhead that, you know, uh, locks
3: and bagels. Yeah, we year. ain't talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, hey. Hey, it, thanks, it, man. It, always great to catch up with yes, you, man. Sir. Look forward to seeing you soon. Have great calls this week.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, guys.
2: There you go. Matt Stewart. Uh, man, listen, we could sit and talk to him more. I'm sure he'd have something oh, to say about oh the young goodness. Braves players. Oh, absolutely. Sitting here talking about the Falcons game last man. night. We got to get him back. Uh, up next, Everybody. What is it? They say put your, put your seatbelt on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I don't know, but it's Eric's World up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. <laughs>
3: Sports Radio 929 the game at 929 the game.com. Uh, beautiful sunrise outside. And man, that humidity is gone. It feels good. I, I felt it last night, Greg. I, I'm at this game, and all of a sudden, you just felt the humidity go away. And all of a sudden, it just a nice, went away in the middle yes, of the game. A nice ni- yeah, nice night. Yeah. I mean, the game, I, when the game started, the humidity was there. And about after the first quarter, it just kind of dissipated and went away. And this cool breeze kind of came in and. That's what we're going to feel. Still going to be warm today, but the humidity, we're we catching the break from it, folks. It won't be so swampy hot uh, outside today. Got, got this reminder for you. Join former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason Lacafara. Alacof- I
2: always leave that one alone. Yeah,
3: as, as they, they dissect <laughs> the storylines that will shake up training camp. Get ready for the season with Baldy's Breakdowns on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was leading that a This is all about Baldinger, but I had a couple of insignificant information, but I can't do it right now because it is all about Eric, ain't it? It is. It, it is Eric's it's world. It's that time. We should tell you though, coming up eight o'clock hour though, we are going to revisit um, Serena's decision, but also the NBA had a big decision this past week. Also going to talk to Aaron Freeman, continuing the Falcons' talk, getting the win last night up in the, up in Detroit. No cold pumpkin pie, and I'm sure everybody had a wonderful flight back because they got the win. But yet you saw something from the from the quarterback position that you haven't seen in what. 12 years, 13, whatever. Yeah, Wouldn't when, when, when yeah. Ryan join the team? Yeah, You know, we haven't seen this. since number seven was back there. Not like that. But uh,
3: he was like, in town this week, by the way.
2: I'm sure he was.
3: No, he was. A, no, he was at camp. He was at camp this week.
2: OK. And of course, the casting call. But it is now
4: time for Eric's World. Not only was uh, Mr. Vic in town, made an appearance here on Sports Radio ninety two ninety games. so yes. We got to appreciate nice. that that he did. He, I believe he joined the the Steakhouse. Okay, the new show here, of course. Catch okay. them mm-hmm. every weekday from nine a.m. to eleven with Steak Shapiro and Sandra. Haven't had a chance to meet them yet. Looking forward to meeting them. You yeah, you, you
2: haven't made, you haven't met Steak Shapiro yet. No.
3: Okay.
4: No. Okay. You know, One of the
2: few have He's been here for.
4: I don't know. I have been... followed his career and watch his uh, <laughs> other TV shows. So. He's like James Bond to you.
2: Yes, Mister Bond, Mister Mister Shapiro. We've been following your movements. <laughs> 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 hey,
4: you got to, You got to You know, just like Matt Stewart just joined us. I followed his career. <laughs> yeah. For many years, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm happy to be like I am on the list for Matt Stewart's fill ins. Like, so I've done games for the Atlanta Dream. I mean, not Landry, sorry, the College Park Skyhawks, when Matt Stewart is not available. Okay. You know, they'll call okay. me and say, hey, Matt's out. Are you available? And I'm like, absolutely. I appreciate Matt having too many bookings. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? So it was great. It was great to have him join us. Um, can, uh, I,
2: can I add something to your world? And I yeah. know you get ready to jump in. But I saw the craziest thing this week, and it was so 2022. Right? This wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. This definitely wouldn't have happened back in the day. But it's something happened this past week in major American sports that I have never seen before. Did you see that Pirates game, the replay of the Pirates game? Oh, man. And Rodolfo Castro, you know what I'm talking about, Eric? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm.
4: He had the walk-off run, the walk-off hit, right?
2: No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about him earlier in the game, whenever the walk-off happened. I'm talking about earlier in the game, he was coming into third base, slides. The dude had his cell phone oh, in his pocket. Oh, and it flew out and hit the umpire. Pocket. <laughs> yeah. it, ain't, it ain't what happened afterwards. Is the fact that he had his cell phone in his pocket.
4: While in
3: and the game.
2: While yeah. in the game. Which is a violation. Not You're only not is it a violation, yeah. it's like you telling me if I'm the man, and I ain't talking Bobby, Bobby Cox old school. Yeah. That's just letting everybody know your mind ain't on what's going on with the game.
4: I mean, he apologized, but, you know, MLB has a rule. No cell phones in the right, dugout. Right, right. Um,
2: but, but but what does that say the, about the, you? The, in the dugout? Yeah, no, you yeah, have You can't them. bring dugout. nothing. No, yeah. you can't bring that yeah. stuff out I, there.
3: I, I would I would I would think not. And and some people were saying I remember listening to a show earlier. Uh, you know, um, because I listened to you, Douglas and, and John Freaky, and they were saying, do you let him keep the phone or whatnot? I says ah yeah, let him keep the phone. It's a new day and whatnot. I, I don't know about keeping the phone. He's gonna get a fine anyway. But I, I don't see why you can't have it in 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 the dugout. Now, I, uh, I sir, mean, because I you're sir, not
2: paying attention, dude. If you no, let them dudes bring I, the cell phone in the dugout, they'll be checking messages. They'll be making
4: reservations. Well, obviously, be he, was obviously yeah. he was doing it. Obviously, he was doing. He
3: got it. He has got it in his pocket while he's out there on the field.
4: But he, I think he apologized. Said he didn't
3: have the wasn't didn't know where the locker room was or something.
4: Or, or come or, on, that's what come he said. On. But the rule has something to do with uh, the cheating scandals. Oh, that's absolutely, right too, yeah. absolutely.
3: Yeah, very true. much. Very, yeah. I understand all that that yeah. you can do with you know if you got a phone out there.
2: The best part though, the best part was when it fell out his pocket and he picked it up. It was like his his old man was the third base coach. Yeah,
3: third he, base. He coach, was frustrated it, with him. Don't, don't, he was don't give like, it, to me.
2: Don't give don't it to me. I don't I want this because yeah, he knew
4: he knew everybody who ever puts their hands on is part of the dirty fruit. You yeah. Know so he, at first he wouldn't take it. Then he's like, all right, give yeah, it to him. Got no it. choice, right?
2: Anyway, I want to throw that on you, man. Go <laughs> That's ahead. That's
4: okay. I mean, like I said, I know I haven't had a chance to talk to my, many of my umpire buddies, but I guarantee you, we all have a story about that because we see you know unfortunately with high school coaches especially with some of them who double as administrators they have to take their cell phones out on the field because right. they'll be in the middle of a, a signal in the phone room like yeah we got little Johnny over here on the football field injured and even though they don't have to respond to it they have to know because they got to go do their reports you right. know or if if you know when there's multiple games going on the minute there ever, ever there's an ejection you know the AD and all the administrators have to be immediately notified because not only is there a fine coming because if you get ejected as a high school coach there's a fine coming to your school you know if that coach does not leave those premises immediately just starts a whole nother chain. so yeah you'll see coaches out there with their cell phones but that's a different world in the high school level um I uh, wanted to give congratulations. Two of our people here at Odyssey get big uh, awards this week. So, first, our leader, Mr. Reg Rouse, recognized recognizes one of the best program directors in the country. Oh, we sure, knew that. I'm yeah, sure you that. guys saw that yeah, news yeah. coming out. Yeah, we knew right. that.
3: Right. Yeah, so and congratulations. And they
4: had a to rank
2: too low. Yeah, yeah, it was like Way 20, 21. Well, it 20. doesn't matter. We, yeah. You know, he he's always a top 10.
4: Yeah, so congratulations to, to Mr. Reggie. I love when I see him uh, downstairs. And I uh, uh, saw the news yesterday about a big Hugh going into the Eagles uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, so congratulations to big Hugh Douglas. And, yeah, you know, number 53 going to go up there and, in November and go up there to the Link, Link Financial. That's a great environment. I don't know if you guys have ever been to – Lincoln Financial Field. I
2: ain't been to Philadelphia, period. Really? No. Come on. Never (laughs) have. Never have. I have
4: never in my life heard anybody say, listen,
2: you say what you will about it. I'm not saying it's a nasty place or a bad place. I'm just saying I have never in my life
4: heard somebody saying, I'm going up to Philly for the weekend. Okay. I'll tell you my Philly story. I think it was 2004. The Falcons played the Eagles in the playoffs. Of course, we lost that day. But I'm up there with a group of guys. We walk out of Lincoln Financial Field at 4.30. There's tailgating going on. But we we're like, why is there so many more people than we thought? Because at 7 o'clock, game five of the World Series between the Yankees and the Phillies was about to go on across the street because those stadiums are across the street from each other. Right. We all looked at each other and said, well, how much money you got? How much money you got? Can we <laughs> scalp some tickets to the World Series? We had to wait till about the third inning. As those uh, guys got desperate, they're like, yeah, I got to get rid of these tickets. And that day, on that Sunday afternoon and evening, I got the chance to go see the Falcons play the Eagles and World game five of the World Series. You're like a and Deion for, double play. I tell you, it cost <laughs> me some pennies now. Yeah. I, didn't pay, I didn't pay rent that month. Um, I don't think I ate, I ate bologna and cereal for the whole month, but that was a oh, sports Lordy. bucket list month.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I have never been, to, but you went up there to work, but have you? I'm, I'm just talking about hanging no, I was, out. No, that in was the when city. I was just a fan. Yeah.
4: I was just yeah. a fan.
2: I went up and did a job up there. They flew us into Philly and I didn't realize we just like drove by two minutes and then we were in New Jersey.
4: Oh yeah. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. how close that was. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Just Very gotta go much.
4: to the bridge. Just gotta go over the bridge. You know, just like flying into Cincinnati. You fly into Kentucky and go over the bridge. <laughs> you know? Uh but that's that was a great time in Philly. And you know, if you gotta go to Philly and say you've had a true Philly cheesesteak, you nope. gotta put that on you Oh, come on. Man, see, you talk about all these places with their good food. I haven't.
2: I just, I'm just. i not saying it wouldn't be good. I just haven't been up there to have it. Was it? I, I know the two names they always used to highlight when, like, a foot Monday night or Sunday night. Geno's. Yeah, Geno's and Pat's, is it?
4: I don't know about Pat. the other one. Geno's is all you need to know.
2: I thought Pat's was the other one. Okay, I mean, I can I'll be, take your I, word for are it. People screaming at the radio right now. No. But just like, just like Chicago Pizza, you know, there's some big names downtown or Geno's East and you know, Uno's and all that. But you go out to certain neighborhoods, and the folks that know that's right. where you get the best stuff. So I'd imagine there's a little off oh, the beaten path sure. places yeah. where you can get some some Philly steak and cheese.
4: Absolutely. But uh like I said, once again I just wanna give congratulations to uh um Reggie and Big Hugh. So uh, I'll be heading out to Hillgrove High School when we sign off the air today. Got a little softball doubleheader. Yeah, to umpire. Yeah, the Hillgrove Hawks right there by your house, uh, uh, Greg. You you cooking lunch?
3: yeah uh,
4: well, well, um, we 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 have to we have to lay low over here. Oh yeah, yeah, okay.
2: yeah. I have to lay yeah. low. I am. Oh,
4: oh, we haven't had our uh, what's the what's the dog's name? Sam? Jesse. No, Jesse's Jesse is
2: Jesse is, is taking care of Mama, just like okay. just like I am. Okay. We are here. I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make my girl comfortable, and, and that's that's why I'm here doing this. We've had some, like everybody dealing with this craziness that's out there right now, and and um, she got nicked by it, and so you know she's being better, but you know I'm I'm doing what I do. Like I said, what so, do so I, what's Senator my phrase? Well, from the guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Very
0: yeah. much. Very
2: no, much. Now she didn't want to hear from you, Sam. Why? Because you, you with know, that pumpkin, pie. yeah, she got a thing about you. I told you about that. <laughs> You keep bringing up your thoughts on Detroit, and yeah. you always got to say something about cold pumpkin pie. Yeah, that, so
3: that's a lasting memory. <laughs>
2: it so, is. she, no, she got love for you, but yeah, that's that's what's going on here. But Jesse is, I mean, listen, she may make an appearance here. She hears her name, she'll come jumping out and come running around here. I have to tell you though, Eric. Yeah, I thought of you yesterday because there've been some people listening to us. Okay, by extension, especially you. Because I have seen on two different local television stations, their sports reporter or or whoever uh, doing a report about the need for umpires and officials and referees Mm -hmm. at high school games. Yep. They are they are listening and, to you, and, and
3: you're going to see another one. You're going to see another one this weekend on uh, on CW sixty nine. Really? Yes, well, yes. Yeah, just, come, but that's, just, come join the fraternity. It's just, just for your information. When we'll
4: work there. your way up to being like There'll I said, I'm a two time triple crown winner because I do three Georgia sports. I do sport. I do one sport each season. I do a sport in fall, softball. I do basketball in the winter, and I do baseball in the spring. So I'm a triple crown winner, and I'm proud to say it. The triple crown. And, that's what and, they yeah, call. And, that's and, what and, they call. Okay. And we're
3: proud. And we're proud of you for doing it. Yep. We are. We're very proud of you.
4: Yeah, we are.
2: Hey, um, the other thing is, I want to just pass this out. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You, you, you're still doing Eric's work. Oh, no, right? we're good. Go ahead. Okay. I, I want to just let y'all know that you got your mouth all watered and saw a certain little thing happening over there in the fourth ward. Sam, you know, you know about that over there, over on Edgewood. Folks, like, got real excited because they saw a white castle. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oops. Uh, Oops. Yeah, nope. Uh, That
2: was just for a movie, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't ain't coming down here. That
3: that picture got floated around big time.
2: Crystal would not let that happen. (laughs) There was no way in the world. But, yeah, they had one up there for a little bit, and you saw some filming this morning, too, didn't you?
3: Oh, man. Driving in, saw some, like, fuchsia and and teal-looking lights over at Atlantic Station and saw that they were working on something. I don't know what it is, if it's just something they're working on at night. Or just what. But, um, yeah, they they got a shoot at Atlantic Station going on right
2: now. Well, I'll let you know about casting, call and what's going out there, right? Uh, Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Also going to talk to Aaron Freeman. We'll get back to some Falcons talk. But up next, uh, Sam and I and Eric, we're going to revisit some of the um, news from this past week from not only Serena Williams, but the NBA. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
0: Okay.